I think to start off with, it would be a good idea if we painted a bit of background about the crisis in terms of how it arose and what the response to it has been. Headley, can you start us off here? Yes, well, there's quite a long history of liberalisation in banking and the financial sector for at least 30 years now in terms of removing, reshaping direct controls by the state on financial actors, the controls of capital, movements of capital internationally, the activities of banks generally. And more recently, there's uh, been a boom in credit across the major economies, fueled in part at least by very low interest rates. This became a particular problem in the United States in the housing market where mortgages were being uh, granted to increasingly risky borrowers and uh, these became known as subprime mortgages. When this party really sort of got a little bit wild, it unleashed a chain reaction through the banking system because the the debt which uh, was incurred in these mortgages didn't just stay with the, the original lenders, it transmitted itself throughout the, the banking and financial system. So there were bad debts spreading through the United States and Europe. OK, I mean, that's been an important feature of how the crisis has become more widespread. Can you just explain the mechanism at work there? Yes. Banks make mortgage loans to risky customers and they want to get rid of that risk. So the loans are securitized. That is to say, the, the, the lenders package up the debt and sell it in the form of bonds to other financial institutions. Well, that's fine while the system's working well because repayments made under those mortgage agreements can be then passed on to the holders of the bonds. But if the mortgage uh, borrowers default, the system starts to break down and obviously the holders of the assets, the bonds, start not trusting the institutions that created those bonds. Well, in this way, the whole banking system can be infected. The banks don't know how much exposure other banks have to bad debts or toxic assets as they've come to be known. The banking system relies very much for its workings on interbank lending. Uh, when a bank's short of liquid assets, uh, for example, at the central bank, it will borrow short term overnight, for example, from other banks. This lack of trust meant that that borrowing were dried up. And so there was a banking crisis in the United States and Europe, which then really became an economic crisis spreading much more widely than the, the United States and Europe. Okay, and, and the severity of both the financial sector problems and the economic crisis more generally has prompted quite unprecedented actions by governments. Simon, can you summarise what some of the key responses from governments have been? Yes, we'll come on to some of these in a bit more detail later on, but I think broadly they fall into two or three main categories. In the first instance, there was intervention to sustain particular financial institutions and then as a kind of second stage to sustain the banking sector as a whole. So that often involved attempts by central banks to prop up their, the, the banks within the, within the state's concern, particularly in the United States and in the United Kingdom, which resulted in effect the nationalisation of significant elements of the banking sector. That was one kind of immediate response and in a way a response to the drying up of credit between banks that, that Headley's talked about. A second response, by no means universal but important in the United States, most obviously, has been a large fiscal stimulus, an attempt by the state to promote demand in the economy to offset contraction in other sectors of the economy. 
There has been a, a stimulus not in the United States, but stimulus in, in other countries to a lesser extent, but also importantly in China. And then I think the third response is fairly limited thus far, but a, a degree of cooperation among states to, as it were, do no more damage, to agree amongst themselves that in responding to the crisis, they would not seek to take actions which might, while beneficial for the an individual country might damage the international stability of the world economy as a whole. So a kind of a minimal level of cooperation to kind of do no harm as they tried to fix things. And Graham, this cycle of financial crisis and government response is something that's a recurrent feature of the financial system in your view? I think it's really worth just recalling that there have been financial crises before and many, many of them. And uh, indeed, one suspects that will be, you know, that'll, that'll happen again. There'll be a crisis in the future, perhaps. And, and I suspect that will be the case. So there has been a kind of boom and bust sort of cycle in the financial system, several of these. This is probably a, um, an extreme example and I think behind this is a sort of dance or game between, on the one hand, the private financial sector, private financial institutions, and the public sector that tries to regulate that, that uh, private financial system. And it's led, I think, very much by the innovations within the private financial system producing the new products, which Headley was just mentioning, subprime mortgages in this case, the securitization of those, and several other that were mentioned. When these um, innovations happen in this cycle, there's always warnings about them, but these dangers, uh, I think, tend to go unheeded. The crisis that is brought on by this hits the system. There's attempts to manage it in the manner in which um, Simon just raised and just said. That's where the collective action problem particularly comes into focus. This followed by these periods of, of considering longer-term changes to the regulation system to try to prevent it all happening again. Only, I think, for the financial sector to have moved on in the meantime with a new set of financial innovations, and it looks like the ones that are being introduced, the regulatory changes that are being introduced currently or to react to the previous crisis, look as though they're, they're pointless because the whole system has moved on. Now, we'll come back to, to this in a moment, this kind of cycle, but I think this particular example has been a, a, an extreme version of this, but there have been these cycles, many of them before, and there will be again, I suspect. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.